get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. And here we are, Jack. We're doing it. It is the new year. I am so excited for cheers. this show, Eric. Yeah, I don't even have Cheers a... right off the bat, everybody. If you're watching, just, just raise the glass. Clink with Jordan. Just clink with me. Raise the glass. Clink with Jordan. Raise the glass. Cheers to a brand spanking new year. Can't be any worse. Could it? It cannot. No, it cannot be any worse. I think everybody is universally excited to turn a new leaf. Which turn a new leaf? You look at you, man. A Come new, on. a new Agonorsa leaf. Um, and uh, you know what, uh, Jack? Uh, we have a huge show tonight. It's, uh, it's I'm, a New Year special. I've been looking forward to this for an entire week. I can't wait. To, you know. I can't wait to see. I don't even know what's going to happen. Really, <laughs> I can't wait I mean, to I, watch this show. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to be on this show. <laughs> when is it starting? This <laughs> we're going to basically. I'm just going to basically be turning the show over to Jack. It's a Jack Hire takeover. Well, we, Jack we, Hire of Drew Estate. You are uh, what's uh, CEO? Uh, yes, uh, Vibe. I'm the Vibe Chief. That's <laughs> <laughs> in charge of making sure the vibes are right at all times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My boss is watching. Uh, so uh, social media specialists. Yeah, social media specialists. First degree. First degree, and um, you've you've kind of been stuck in. Uh, yeah, you know, COVID. I, I came home for Thanksgiving. COVIDy stuff happened. Um, I didn't get it or anything, but I, you know, just decided to stay for the whole year. And now it's a new year, and we're rocking and rolling. So I was, I was coming by, and it just feels like home to be on this show. It's like well, we're glad that you are here. And then we've, of course, uh, our trusty producer man, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? Oh my gosh! It's a new year. I'm here. Look at that. We got studio audience. There's Tyler Jeffries right there. Tyler, how are you, my friend? Scott Bray Band, Trinity Cigar Company, right there. Quinn. Quinn. Loads, loads, loads. Lots of loads. Lots of loads. He's loads of fun. Uh, Quinn over there. And then Matt is Matt's pushing his way into the screen. We got a, a full house tonight for this New Year's special. But that doesn't even... I'm waiting, no. We, we haven't we even brought haven't the guests even, on. We yet. haven't even... We buried the lead. All right, so before we bring the guests on, just real quick... I, yeah, I assume you guys have noticed we have a, a contest going on. You can win 107 cigars. 107 cigars. You can enter on. That's in- a lot of cigars! <laughs> you can enter on. <laughs> 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 you, you, you can enter on Instagram, yes. Facebook, Twitter, and of course on the Dojoverse. You can Dojo-verse. enter on all of those platforms to get more chances to win. The winner will be selected. At random, one winner will be selected at random uh, Wednesday night on Flavor Odyssey, the podcast. Ran- our, Randy's our, our, on the comments. We can't get him on the show. <laughs> right, that's but, interesting. Uh, <laughs> Randy may be joining us, allegedly. <laughs> we don't know. Um, but anyways, so it, you got to enter that. I mean, I was going to bring over the, the prize just to big. show you guys, but... I couldn't fit it in my car. Got to get a new, gotta get a new uh, suspension on your car. Yeah, yeah I have to get some... Uh, some hydraulics or something. Uh, real quick note, uh, this week we hit the 2,000 cigar mark on Dojoverse. You can check into 2,000 cigars. Thanks to uh, Jordan for his... Congratulations. That's hard That's not, that's hard that's not easy. You got to know how much of this went down. <laughs> I remember trying... I think at one point I tried to do that, and I so did like 11 cigars. It takes forever. I mean, yeah. it's... So that's exciting. Um, 
new stuff for 2021 already. I've I've teased these. Sorry, Coop. I've teased these. Uh, the new uh, dojo. Well, you also just teased Coop, so that's a double tease. <laughs> oh, double tease. <laughs> the new dojo. That's teaception right there. Teaception. Uh, you're right, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> the new dojo rocks glass. Um, so that's super cool. Got cigar dojo on one side. Cigar dojo on another. Nice. And these bad boys can go right in that dishwasher. Right in the dishwasher. You don't need to hand wash these. I like them. I, I keep saying that they're beveled. I oh. don't know what beveled Maybe means. <laughs> and then finally, the uh, the new the new coin. Thank you, Tyler. I think it's so stinking cool. The new coin just got this yesterday. The new challenge coin. It's the same one as the old one. Cigar dojo <laughs> on one side, but look at this on the other side. Enter the dojo verse. Dojo verse. Wait a minute. The dojo verse logo. Sexy. Look at it in black and white. Look at it. <laughs> Look at it with less color. It's even, <laughs> it's even sexier in black and white. Well, it's in focus this way at least. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, so we'll be. Uh, I don't know how we're going to distribute these. Probably just to people who Brown knows me a lot. That's good. You know that kind of a thing. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Acup. <laughs> Yours in the mail. Just kidding. Why, why are you picking on Kevin Acup? I, I, I just wanted to. Yeah. I felt like it. I love Kevin. Um, all right. So let's bring on our guests. Uh, it's a new year, and so we wanted to bring on the two greatest food photographers in the world. <laughs> Let uh, me tell you. No. That was a cheap shot. That was a, to- that was a cheap shot. <laughs> Don't give away We're not all even the supposed wonder, to, yeah. Don't peek goodies. inside the kimono yet. <laughs> a cheap shot. Um, <laughs> let's, let's start it off with Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf. He is the senior vice president in charge of sales and marketing for Aganorsa Leaf. Terrence, welcome to Smoke Night Live, my friend. No, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure as always. Well, Terrence, Terrence well, also has a bunch of papers. Terrence is a sales report. He's screaming at Jeff Groover four <laughs> minutes before the show. <laughs> I got all these papers. There you go. Better? That's much better. How are you, my friend? Everything was fine before. Now we, you know, we spent 35 minutes setting up the show, uh, like uh, herding cats, and now we, we didn't fix that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm well now. I'm better now. I'm a little discombobulated. It's been very, you know, all over the place, you guys are, you know, you guys are you guys. I don't even know what you're <laughs> yeah. you know, hey. But uh, but I'm here now, and uh, and and I'm ready to go. I'm happy. I how how excited happens. are you, Terrence, that it is a, a new year? Yeah, you know, I'm pretty happy, I think. You know, like everybody. <laughs> are you asking general happiness? I mean, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't really seem what that kind of medica- yeah, What kind of medication are you on right now? It seems like something's, no, you know, seems like something's up. What, what was on that piece of paper? <laughs> I, I, that was, I don't he was fired. <laughs> I don't look at these things as like a, a break suddenly where like, you know, a day changes and then it's like, oh, wow, the whole world's different. You know, it's, uh, I, you know, I keep going every day. And, You're so practical. You know? So practical. Yeah, so practical. Yeah, it is. Very and, practical. And uh, let's bring on our other esteemed uh, guest. Probably... I don't think anybody has been on Smoke Night Live more than this. And as it should, gentlemen, um, our good buddy, my traveling partner throughout the world, William Cigar Coop Cooper. Welcome to Smoke Night Live, Coop. Hey, Master Sensei. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me on again. It's always, it's always a lot of fun. I think we were doing this like the same weekend last year, if I remember. I think so. We're going to make You might have to be the standing like New Year guest. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because because you, because I was up in New York when I did that, and I was up in New York for New Year's. That's why I know. Well, Coop, you used to have to. You, I mean, I, I've seen you broadcast from like four continents, and now it's you're just in one place forever. How, how weird is that? <laughs> it, it is weird. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, doing show from like Sweden at three in the morning was an adventure. I can tell you that. Real, you pulled a Jose Blanco before Jose Blanco. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you got. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to a work meeting, like, right after that. <laughs> now, Coop, I know for a fact that you've, you've got to be feeling encouraged about a, a, brand, a brand new year. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, a little bit more enthusiastic. I, I haven't left my house much. I bet I've probably been on the most extreme quarantine of most people. So, not left my house much since March. Well, when and you I have a you, butler very, and you <laughs> yeah, have a staff of people to take care of you, I mean, why would you leave your home? Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right, boys. So uh, I think we I think we should just start off, um, and I don't want to get too deep into the weeds. Yes. But weed is legal we, in we should do some, some recapping, <laughs> yes. a little bit of recapping. Now, we'll skip all the miserable parts. Let's stick yeah, with no, the... No COVID. Let's no stick this. with the fun, the fun stuff. But a, a sort That'll of a, be fast. <laughs> a, yeah. yeah, the show's going to be 14 minutes. Uh, <laughs> sort of a year in review, just, just briefly, but not ne- necessarily about cigars. I mean... Now, uh, let's do a little bit. Like, like right now, um, Terrence, I know you're excited because the Rare Leaf, the new Agnorsa yes, Leaf, is coming out. There it is. Um, Maybe you can see it. I don't know. If Jordan... Yeah, Jordan there you well, give me a second. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> Just, no, that's all you get. <laughs> I don't what control, I don't control the show like with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> what, what can you tell oh, us? Yeah, clearly not your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby. Uh, I was asking for that one. Tell us a little bit about that cigar before we... Uh, before we do a little recapping. Sure. So uh, one of the things that we always kind of have a challenge with is that we grow a lot of tobacco. We, are, we have 17,000 bales harvested every year. Um, but in order to create, you know, different blends and do interesting things, sometimes uh, a particular lot on a field or a particular section of, of a field will, will produce a different quality of tobacco or flavor or style than the rest of the field for whatever reason. And, and it's not really, uh, you can't really replicate it um, either elsewhere on that field or in other fields. And so that kind of leaves you in the position of, well, how do you utilize this tobacco? Do you, do you make a, a limited edition, which, which is often the case where you make something that comes out either, uh, you know, once a year or, or, uh, or one time only or, or whatever. And, and there's obviously, you know, people always get mad about that part of it because then they're like, Oh, I love that cigar. I can't get it anymore. Um, or you kind of, dilute it into other things where you use you know very little of it where it hopefully impacts the blend but doesn't uh you know uh, you're not using enough where uh you're going to run out but it's not really uh impacting the blend the way you'd you'd want it to 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 do so so this what we did with rare leaf is we took these lots of tobacco that uh that produce unique uh expressions of agonorsa and we create a cigar that's going to be a regular addition, and and by and the way we did that is we're basically limiting it to the uh, or what are called Agonorsa Select accounts. So they're the accounts. Um, I, I forget how many there are. There's probably between 50 and 75 um, that uh, re-up for it every year. It's a yearly uh, program. You can opt out if you want, uh, but usually people remain in it. And uh, we're going to make it exclusively for them. And that way we're going to be able to maintain uh, production. Um, for these specific accounts all the time and kind of have the best of both worlds. You have something that's unique and different, um, but it's not something that, you know, uh, you're only going to be able to buy one time and never again. And those are, I think they're like hitting the shelves now, right? I mean... No, not uh, February. They're, I was totally wrong. Right now. You go to your store, go to your yeah. store right now and try to buy them. And if you can't buy them... You complain. Tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Storm out. It's out on the market. Eric from yeah. Dojo said so. Yes. So, uh, so February. Okay. 
Uh, I, I'm hoping to get my hands on some of those yeah, bad boys. Yeah, it's weird that uh, there's none in your mailbox already. It's almost it's rude. It's kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know. I, I guess I know where I, I know where I stand. Rare. I know where I stand now. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare. Oh. It's that rare. <laughs> no, that's no okay. freebies. I, it's been great being on the show. <laughs> Terrence, if you think we have not even dipped our toes into the pond of how bad things are going to get. I just wanna say, we want to start your year at a, maybe the lowest point, and then we'll work work our way up from there. All right. Hey, uh, Coop. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Coop, uh, uh, let's, let's at least um, have you maybe do the top, what would you say, uh, three cigar uh, related news stories. Just give us a quick sort of summary of what you thought was the, uh, you know, 2020 top two or three, you know, stories in the industry from 2020. Do we want to take COVID. Do we want to take COVID out of that? Yes. Let's. For, no COVID. Yeah, let's, let, let's Wait, we've COVID. heard enough about that. Yeah. Let's take COVID. Yeah. I think the top three are. I'll put. I'll group them together. Everything that went on at the PCA this year. Um, from the big, the big four pulling out to the to the PCA trade show getting canceled, to the furloughs, um, I think those that was definitely. I would also put the closing of Nat Sherman in there. Mm, yeah, that was a very big story. Uh, and then I would also put the you know, and this was kind of a quieter story. It's kind of one actually, um, but it was a big story in that uh, the sale of Imperial Brands cigar business took place this year, which is all the brands under Altidus, Casa de Monte Cristo, James Cigar, Habanos, half of Habanos SA. That's a big story, and, and it's probably a story that's going to be told more into the next year and a half to two years of what that's going to mean. So, yeah, like, um, I mean, I think the, the sad one is the whole, the whole Nat Sherman, you know, the townhouse and all of that. I mean, the, poker. the, the iconic... You know, townhouse. well, it's, uh, it's definitely it's you know without getting too covety, it's 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 like a you you remember smoking your first Nat Sherman, and I remember you getting a Pocus thrown at your head, and that yeah. sort of and Michael Herklaus is fun. the greatest guy in the whole planet, um, besides and, Terrence and Coop and you and Jordan. And, and then now that's room. that's over now. That's and over. It's all gone. So that's that that's that's a rough one. I mean, you know, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to see. You remember in 2014 when uh, we both had Nat Sherman as the uh, cigar of the year, right, right? And what they what they did is they went and put shelf talkers into the store. My dad walked into the store um, a couple of months later. He saw the shelf talkers and he calls me up, and you know he he said, "Hey, so what is it?" Like he knew what I, he knows what I do, but he really doesn't know what I do. <laughs> so he was like completely blown away. And then he goes, "I'll never forget." He says. Who is this dojo cat? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way your dad thinks. But it made me. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, yeah, I said all good things seriously, and I, but the no, I didn't. No, I said some more. I said some more of those. Boob, I hate those. Boob. But, but, you know, my dad's been going to that store since he was seven years old, when his father used to take him in there. That, and that was kind of my point. I mean, he was a regular in there uh, for a very, very long time. Uh, he, he spoke more to cigarette products in there. But still, that was something that, you know, he always knew Nat Sherman. So to see that go, and that was a big deal, you know? Oh, yeah. No I'm, doubt about it. Coop, I would pay every dollar that I have to my name to hear you try to describe Cigar Jukebox to your dad. <laughs> all, all seven? All yeah, seven all, all $11 that I have in my uh, checking account. Um, I haven't even tried. I haven't <laughs> even tried because it's getting tougher to explain cigar poop now to my dad these days, unfortunately. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. 
All right, so let's do some, some you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly from some other categories, Jack. Yeah, so we started with um, TV and movie, uh, just media this year. So Entertainment. I th- entertainment. I think that the main, I mean, one of the biggest ones that came up was Tiger King. And the funniest thing is, you think about it, it feels like it was 45 mm. years ago. But do you remember... Like this, the, the internet, you know, everyone's like, it's crazy. We have to stay in our houses for two weeks, and this guy's got a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're, now we're just, like, cooking soup over open fires in our kitchen. Uh, what did, Terrence, Coop, did either of you see Tiger King specifically? So, so I, I didn't see it, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because the cigar industry is not exactly filled with people who are what you would call sensitive. And a couple of people were like, I've never been so disgusted in my life. And so when people say stuff like that in this industry, yeah, that's it's something serious has happened. The, the level of depravity that that's taking place. So I have not seen it, uh, you know, unfortunately. Do you have any do you have any TV or movie like standouts for you in 2020? Was there something you watched that was like nailed it? That was amazing. Did I see anything that I thought was amazing? Uh, Terrence was like, I was too busy waking up at four in the morning and running 40 miles and reading 19 <laughs> books in Latin. This guy's the worst. Continue. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 what? I didn't say that? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I saw a couple. I, I finally saw uh, the, the Breaking Bad movie, but that's not real. Or the, the, whatever, it was El, El, Camino El Camino or whatever it was. I saw that. Um, which. I think we discussed this on Facebook. I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, and then what else is that show? I, just, I, I saw a show recently, and now I can't you know, remember what the Did hell it was. Did you so see it been that good. Queen's Gambit? That's the next one on our list. No, I haven't, I haven't seen Queen's Gambit. I haven't seen Mandalorian. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen a lot of these things. But, but you know, the, the thing do is, you is own that, a television? <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you just any say the anything? Is, no, you know what I do is I is I like I'll then binge watch the whole the whole thing. Like I, I watched it. It's it's from a couple of years ago, so it's not a new show. But it was on uh, it was it was by uh, I think uh, David Fincher's or he produced it where it's like uh, uh, the FBI's development of their like protocol. Oh, for Mind Hunter. That's that's, Mind Hunter, that's Mind Hunter. the best shows. Hmm. Yeah, so I saw that and I th- I really enjoyed it, and, but like. I, I, like once I start watching it, I binge watch it. So it's then it's over. like I'm staying up to like two in the morning, like like two or three nights in a row to like to see the whole thing. And then once I'm done, it's like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to get, you know, I can't back get sucked to, back into. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a vacuum, you know, Coop, I, uh, Coop, you get sucked back in as a man of prestigious uh, opinion. What what uh, in TV and f- uh, film this year struck you besides the Flintstones? Wait, it was a bad year. I'm going to be completely honest. It was a bad year for movies. It was a bad year for TV shows. I think, you know, because Ray Donovan kind of got canceled at the beginning of 2020. That's, so that the biggest, like that's one downer. of the biggest storylines of 2020, for sure. <laughs> it is a fantastic. I mean, that was such a brilliant show. Uh, I, I mean, I think seven years these days is a long time for a television show to be on. But I'll say this. The Crown is really good. Um. And if you haven't seen The Crown, you need to kind of check that out. That's uh, the whole story Do around. You, now, you have to watch The Crown in the parlor, correct? <laughs> yes, I watch it in the parlor. Yeah, I watch it in the parlor. <laughs> of course. Correct. But, but, but if you're hungry, do you pause it and then go eat somewhere else and then return to the parlor? 
or you break the rules and you'll have some popcorn while you watch it in the parlor. No, you or, can't eat in the parlor. That's right. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. ask, don't, don't, don't ask. Don't ask about pausing it. Yeah. Don't ask a ridiculous How question. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been my guess. I just wanted. To, I, you know, yeah. I want to make sure. Yeah. No, Jordan, no, I don't yeah, even know what show you guys are talking about. Uh, the Crown. It's it's like this. The Crown. It's like six seasons. I think it won an Emmy or something. But it's it's you know Queen Elizabeth's entire life. Never know, heard through. of it. Yeah, it's, it's good. Really well done. Really well done. Yeah, it, it's four years. Um, you know, and, and you know, I'm still I'm still into um, Ozark as well. That that's a really good oh. show. It's too. That show's a little you know, too I, stressful for me. You know, it's like it, I, certain it, shows. The entire time you're just like, what what is but, happening? Like, uh, <laughs> The guy lead character, Marty, he's the guy. He's the, he was like a child actor in the '80s. Uh, he was like that mischievous I, I, Jason Bateman. Yeah. He played the mischievous kid all the time in the '80s. It's like a. I mean, this guy has emerged as really a good actor um, in a dramatic role. Well, that's you something. Guess uh, growing up watching him on these other shows, yeah. Something yeah, I wrote down. I saw, I saw Ozarks. Ozarks, I thought was pretty good. Something yeah. I wrote down that's kind of that same high wire. Now, technically, it came out in 2019, so we're kind of talking like a coop list scenario where it's <laughs> it rolls over. But it was Uncut Gems? That was like a. You guys seen Uncut Gems? It was like a Adam Sandler. The entire time, you're just like, Ugh. great, great movie, Jack. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. That was a great movie. And you know, one of my one of my kind of favorite sportscasters, uh, Mike Sparantes, has a cameo in there. Of course, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big Cobra Kai guy. Yeah, Cobra Kai guy. Cobra Kai guy. Kai guy. That was pretty great. Now I saw I have not seen the new episodes yet, but I saw a clip of what's what's the the um in the sensei. original the original sensei of the Cobra Kai dojo. What's that guy's name? Cleese. Uh, Cre- Cleese. John Cleese. Yes, John Cleese. He Cleese. In the this clip that I saw, my friend DJ Eli shared. He took. I've never seen this in my entire life, but he's you know he's being cool and he's smoking a cigar. But he takes the cigar before he lights it, you know, cuts it, and he takes the entire cigar and puts it in his mouth, like this way, like, and like, like wets the entire wrapper on the outside and then lights it. Mm. And I, I have like, I have like post-traumatic shock, <laughs> like to see. I was like, I saw that happen. I was like, ah! I hear that that, that seen, actor is actually a big cigar guy. He's a huge cigar guy, but I've never seen that move. I've seen cigar guys pour like water over a cigar before it's cut, like just under the sink. Not, not I haven't seen this licking thing. It was it was a similar thing, and what I read was that like it back in like you know in the seventies or something, used to do that to keep the wrapper from mm, busting out on sounds you. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It was suspect. I, sounds best. suspect. Yeah, I, uh, I I yeah. I haven't watched Mandalorian, but I know people freak out about that. I'm it's, not a Star Wars guy. I think it's good. Rob but it's, didn't I, like it. Rob I, didn't like it. I thought it was good. My issue with anything that's in like the Marvel or Star Wars, it's like I thought it was a great show. But people are like, it's the greatest thing that's ever yeah, yeah, happened yeah. in the history of the world. <laughs> and I think that you just love, I'm, I'm not hating on people that love Star Wars. Love Star Wars. Star Wars is great. It's a great, it's, it's, a, really, it's a really solid show. But when it's you're like, 12. Star uh, Wars sucks. Yeah, this could be. Right. Exactly, Terrence. <laughs> exactly. It it's a, a well so done show. It's a 12-year-old. It's space, a well space travel is another dead end to be honest. Terrence is out. Terrence is just out on space. And the shields never work on these shows. (laughs) That's true. Well, the stormtroopers in the Mandalorian. Eric, a lot has happened to the stormtroopers in in Star Wars lore. So the stormtroopers are the worst trained like shooters in the galaxy. Like if they're shooting at a Jedi, (laughs) they either hit like the Jedi just ting 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 ting. It's like the the. If you get hit by a blaster, it's like you're the least lucky guy ever. But now in the Mandalorian. 
they're accurate to that they just hit his armor where it doesn't hurt him. Mm. So it's like they went from being incredibly inaccurate, like not even close, and now they hit just precisely like ah ooh ah toot, toot, like they hit his arm and stuff. Wow. I don't know how that happens. They train. There's a lot of time to train. Well, this is in the well now. Well, let's let's just move on because I can, I can go a long time. About <laughs> Where's Juan Cancel? <laughs> yeah, I know. I see Joe Grow in the comments, and I'm sure that he has some Star Wars accuracy uh, comments. Now, this this next topic we're moving on to, I'm really excited, and mostly we're gonna just kind of be mean to Terrence and Coop here. We're talking about sports. So our first segment, our first segment is going to be, um, I think, the greatest sports story this year was Gabe Kapler, the manager of the San Francisco Giants, coming in and taking this team. Genius extraordinaire. Yes. I mean, he basically using, like just like Terrence, he has this sheet of paper that is inconveniently placed all around things, and he, he uses these statistics and sabermetrics to nearly lead the Giants to the playoffs, even though you can't name, like, four Giants players. Coop? Coop? Coop's just Coop has left the show. Over. <laughs> uh, you, you, He's basically well, a genius. Let's, let's get into it, Coop. We have we have forty five minutes. Let's get right there. The, 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 no, I'll keep it simple. The, the Giants make the playoffs. They didn't, but they also finished with the exact yeah, same record yeah. as the Phillies. Uh, look, I'm not making. I'm not talking about Phillies. I'm talking about. <laughs> We're not talking about. We can talk Phillies. about the Phillies in a minute. They did not make the playoffs, and Gabe Kapler's management, particularly, you can point to games during the year that. Cost them that series. I mean, when he, when, when the, when those, when what's his name, the reliever was getting shelled three games in a row, the closer. Those three games made a difference. You know, a manager makes a difference in a very close playoff race, and you saw it make a difference this year with the San Francisco Giants. What he did with those bums was nothing short <laughs> of a miracle. I, I give it to the GM. Who the GM did a fantastic. I told Rob this. His GM, who I had doubts about, his GM did a fantastic job giving Kapler guys to put Kapler in a position to win. But ultimately, you had the village idiot managing that team, and and they're not they were not in the playoffs because of his managing. That and specific instances can be pointed out to that year. I don't think it's extreme to say that Gabe Kapler has revolutionized baseball exactly. as we know it. <laughs> he you know? thinks he has, but he thinks he has he thinks he has this newfangled approach to managing. And I saw this for for the, the two years he was with the Phillies. He was awful. Do you, so you so you think he did a good job though, Coop? Uh, just to summarize, this, I don't wanna, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Absolutely not. Well, I, I think that the second Horrible. biggest. Would you? Go ahead. No, no. no I was going to say, would you? If you if could we get Gabe Kapler on the show? You know, with somebody that maybe he's not that Rob famous. Should be, Rob, is, Rob should be able to do this. Yeah, Rob, Rob could probably make that happen. I I'd would like to have him on the show. And have Coop. a baseball debate with Coop and ah. Kapler. Oh, Coop, you see, you see Gabe Kapler in a dark alley. <laughs> now, okay, the next, I think the next biggest sports story of the year was um, the New York Giants and their terrific draft pick of Andrew Thomas, a young emerging tackle uh, that they selected. What was it, Coop? Was it fifth overall? <laughs> fifth overall. And I, I and think he's had it. How has that pick worked out? Well, you know, how it's, has that pick worked out? Sometimes it's a development thing, Coop. You don't want to show all your cards right away. And sure, almost every other tackle that was drafted after him has performed much better. And, you know, like Becton for the, uh, for the uh, Jets and uh, Tristan Wirfs for the Browns. Sure, those guys have been significantly better. But, Coop, do you want to touch on the incredible draft that the New York Giants had? I would love to, but they, they didn't have an incredible <laughs> <laughs> Yes! You're, you're not taking the lead, here. 
<laughs> that pick, I, exactly. That pick was not a good pick, um, and it showed. But you, Jack, to, in a serious moment, you do make a point. It does take a while to develop an offensive lineman. It does. But the fact is he has been behind a lot of the other guys that were drafted after him. Um, I've seen a little improvement of him the last few weeks. So there may be some hope. But ultimately, that was just a wasted pick, in my opinion. It was just a, way, a, a pick that this guy should not have been the fifth overall pick of the National Football League draft. Maybe the Giants were like, we've been so bad for so long. Why change it now? Maybe that was their strategy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of comfy. Now, now, Coop, I do want to touch on your jersey you know, later. <laughs> I do want to touch on your jersey later because yeah. I think that is a great sports story for this year. But, Eric, you have a little something you wanted to, you wanted to really touch on. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's. It was. It's been a big year in Boston. You, uh, you know, it, the, the the Tom Br- Tom Brady, Zdeno Chara. <laughs> then there was Tom Brady. He went to the the Tampa, yeah. and Zdeno hey, Chara. He went to the Capitals, and then there was the Tom Brady. He left, oh. and then Zdeno Chara. He left, and he went to the. Ca- I mean, come on! What You're, a great yeah, year you for Boston. You almost have to wonder cosmically if Boston is cursed as a sports <laughs> city. Yeah. You know, I, I think what, what's nice about this is that what is basically the worst year if in Boston sports history in the last at least 20 years would be almost better than almost every other team's last 20 years or sports cities the last 20 years. Definitely Philly, certainly Denver. Uh, I, I think that, you know. <laughs> it's been a it's been a tough year by Boston standards, certainly. <laughs> I like I really love that move. We didn't discuss this, but Jordan's just like, all right, whatever Terrence makes a point, I'm just gonna post this picture of him with the shit. Yeah. To, to, and honestly, touche. Touche. You, you got me. Hey, you know, uh, uh Terrence you though defense Terrence. They they the fact that Charo he could have gone anywhere. I mean, right? But but to go to the Capitals, that's... Yeah, at 150 years but, old. Listen, <laughs> and I'm going to say, yeah, it, yeah in, in hockey years, he's, he's at least as old as God. I mean, <laughs> it, 43, 43 hockey years is not... I mean, so he's a, he's a freak. I love Chara. But at the end of the day, I mean, unless they kept him around kind of as like a guy that kind of just almost as a coach. I mean, he looks after like five minutes on the ice. He does not look too great out there anymore man he looks tired he, you know sometimes you gotta take old yeller behind the tool shed <laughs> and, uh, and unfortunately you know that's what but 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 he's uh, a great I, I i'm more sad that it's that he's at this stage of his career really than i'm sad yeah. that he left I, I don't think he's probably a good signing at this point with a team that really needs to Get some people in there. Well, at least like pull a yeah, Ray Bork just, and go to like you know a, over to the Avalanche or something. Come on. Like, yeah, you can't go, go to, to your Capitals. Well, you you yeah, can't well, go to yeah, your well, your, your big rival. I mean, that's rough. Uh, yeah, he doesn't want to go to a place where no one will even know he's still playing. <laughs> Ouch. We won the cup though. <laughs> <laughs> we won the uh, cup. Ray Bork. Yeah, did, and, and all twelve people side. There's like thirteen <laughs> people that were all <laughs> cheering and shaking each other, slapping five. It was great. It was. If you talk to each of those people, they're they're all, you know, we'll never forget it. Now, uh, Coop, a lot of people are saying that uh, Bill Belichick is a terrible coach and actually he's never done anything without Tom Brady. Um, And now that Tom Brady has left and, you know, the the Patriots were in shamble and the Buccaneers are making the playoffs, that seems to be, you know, totally true and verified. What is your thought on Bill Belichick barely being a head coach and just kind of riding Tom Brady's coattails for 20 years? I disagree. I think he <laughs> Damn it, Coop! <laughs> right, I'm going to be honest with you. 
This guy, he came up from the Giants, right? He was the defensive coordinator under Parcells for those two Super Bowl te- first two Super Bowls. And what happened is um, the G- Parcells basically, at, at, when he won the second one, he gave no indication he was going to retire. And Belichick went took the Browns job. And what happens is three or four months later, Parcells retires. Because had Parcells retired right at the end of the year, I think he would have been with the Giants, and I think uh, he would have had a very good run with it. Look, he was he was starting to get things even turned around with Cleveland until the Cleveland yeah, the team announced moved. it. Yeah. Until the team moved on him, yeah. So, look, I'm not going to hold this year against Bill Belichick at all. That guy, the, the track record he's had. Um, and, look, he, Tom Brady became a very good quarterback under Bill Belichick. You know, the first couple of years, Tom Brady wasn't at the level of, as he was playing, you know, 10, 15 years later. So I have to give that. That has to go to Belichick and his coaching staff on that. So, Coop, Coop everything I said about Kapler, I take back. I today, <laughs> I take back. <laughs> I, I apologize to you. You are a great man, and and I will never question your judgment again in sports. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, and and I just want that on the record here. So, uh. <laughs> hey, uh, Coop, just a real quick one on on the music industry. What's what is worse than Miley Cyrus pillaging and raping the? <laughs> The, the Blondie song, Heart of Glass. I mean, come on. That that has to. That was the ultimate. That was the lowest moment That of was the, the year. lowest moment, I think, maybe of 2020. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you, listen, that, song, that Blondie song is one of the way that song was engineered and put together. It's, it, it's incredible. You, you can watch some videos on YouTube how that song was produced, and you get such an appreciation. Even though it uses a drum machine, that, that song. What, what my, it was horrible. I'm glad we've never mentioned this on the jukebox. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, deserve to be mentioned on it, but it was terrible. Oh. I mean, and I'm not. Look, I'm not a Miley Cyrus hater, but that was atrocious what she did to oh. what I consider, again, to be a masterpiece of a song. I couldn't I, agree more. I almost feel yeah. you guys have gone too far by even bringing that up on this. Show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be Yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. Uh, they had to be. They had to be discussed at some point. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. All right, Jack, do we have any uh, final ones before we go to commercial? I think it's commercial time. All right, folks, we're going to go to a commercial. Uh, hang with us. This is the New Year's special on Smoke Night Live. This is episode 273. And ladies and gentlemen, none other than the best live read man in the business. Ever. Flavor Odyssey's own. We brought him in specifically yeah. for this task. Yeah. Bring, we're going to bring in. No in pressure. Ma- Miles Flew Finch. Him uh, flew him in. <laughs> bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Griggs with tonight's commercial. This show is sponsored by the incomparable JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high end boxes, including the brand new, exclusive. And from what I hear, absolutely phenomenal. Nightshade from Drew Estate. Bah, 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 bah. Plus a large selection of phenomenal. cigar accessories. Don't forget about JR's great deals. And remember to use the Cigar Dojo coupon code Dojo Love for an additional 18% off every day. Check out the JR Plus membership and get a free shipping for an entire year. A very happy new year from JRCigars.com, where there is something for every smoker. Wonderful. Where's the applause, wow. Jordan? Randy, well get lost. Done, sir. <laughs> that was, that was, there we go. Oh, wow. There you guys go. can hear it, but there's uh, raucous applause. Randy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan can't figure Is out how to stop much? it. It just goes. 
Just keeps going. It still applies. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Thank you. <laughs> it's still, you guys are still oh. Oh, you guys. Now you can stick around, Randy. Stick around. Ah, ah, ah. Randy, come in. Grab a, grab a seat, Randy. Yeah. Jordan, we definitely you, have to get sure? a new... We have to get a new applause sound. That's too much? Jeez, too much? It's about 40 seconds too yeah, long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel the free longer to... it goes, the funnier it gets. Happy, Ooh, happy New Year, Randy. Too, man. Yeah, stick uh, excited to be on. Uh, stick around. Did a decent job. It was amazing. Oh, it was, you was didn't even get thrown off when I threw in the reggaeton horn in the end. That was, I, I, I saw <laughs> you. I saw you kind of wavering. All right. Well, now I I, I am excited. The, the back half of the show is really where the magic happens. Uh, we have a segment uh, that we're calling Coop's Complaints. So you know, Coop oh, William. Did Cooper. you come up with a jingle for that? I didn't. I didn't write one. Yeah, let me do it right now. It's Coop's complaints. He's an opinionated guy. You better stick around. Find out why. It's Coop's complaints. <laughs> that was off oh my top. God, that's now, Coop, you sent me. I, I said I gave you a whole uh, like twenty hours of heads up on this, and I just said, Hey, Coop, what are some things that kind of grinded your gears this year in 2020? And now I have the list in front of me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of th- put some stuff on a tee. And you can kind of walk us through what what the deal was with this, what what some issues you had were, or and what's what's really getting your goat in in 2020. So um, okay. the first thing I wanted to bring up was the BCA, the Boutique Cigar Association. You had you had you took some issue with that. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, <laughs> all right. So listen, the Boutique Cigar Association. I I don't have anything against what them at all. Um, I love how small family-run businesses have tried to come together and, and make a difference and help everybody, so I want to be very clear on that. But you guys probably saw a press release from the BCA this past week where they announced uh, they were going from a uh, – basically, they announced – it was under the announcement that Dr. Gabby Caffey, who's a good guy, like him a lot, smart guy, founder of the association, was stepping down as president. But it was one of those press releases where there was a whole bunch of stuff under the covers there. And the other thing that happened is they announced that they were becoming, uh, they were moving from a trade association to a social, a socially oriented group. And when I started reading this press release, they started talking about all the accomplishments they did. And I kind of just sat there and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just did not see where this track record of accomplishments were. I just did not. And the other thing is this move to this move away from trade association. They gave up their nonprofit status. At the same time, they launched a business to consumer form to sell their products online, which I always said how, and which, which is not a secret. They've not, like it's been out there. And my question is, how can you be nonprofit and have a business to commerce site? Well, we got the answer. They gave up their nonprofit status. I I had a real problem with that piece as well. Um, and I felt that, you know, I don't think they should, you know, they, they align themselves with the CRA and, and, the, and the PCA who have done a lot to try to protect brick and mortars over the past couple of years. Not perfect, but they have. And then to kind of go and take a platform like that, I'm like, I don't understand it. So I was disappointed to see that the way they kind of announced, the way they kind of sunsetted and... Disappointed. I would really like to see them keep their original mission, which was to kind of work with the the, uh, the small companies. And here's the other thing I'm going to say, and this is going to be controversial. Ooh. I oh. the way you kind of help, 
you, way you kind of help these other trade associations, you can bring your issues to the table. But what do these what do these associations need more than anything? I'll throw it out there. Money. Fans. Money. <laughs> and I did not see any fundraising efforts from them in the entire – I mean, if, I, if they were there, I hadn't seen – they could have done something with some fundraising efforts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they pants, could have went definitely. to a couple of the trade shows. They didn't have that booze. Look, I'm I, I I'm sorry, I can't. Well, I can't. Phenomenal. They, to me, it was a big disappointment the way that whole thing turned out. Now, Coop, the next thing you brought up on the list is is you you, put, you the verbiage exactly was the mindless debate of Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> so this is something, this is something that has. <laughs> this is something that has a special place in this room specifically, but uh, well, it's get, not a ba- it's not a debate because it is one. It's, let's go. Uh, <laughs> here okay. we go. Okay, here's my answer on this. If you want to say it's a Christmas movie, I have no issue with it whatsoever. It takes place Christmas. If you want to say it's not a Christmas, if you want to say it's not, I have no issue with it. It was a it was a funny, cute idea seven years ago. Thank you. On it <laughs> yes. its course. It's run its course, and, and if you're going to put a picture up, you're just kind of trying to stir a pot here. This is Christmas time. Let it go. Let this go, okay? So, so it's not so much that it's not a Christmas movie. Or it's just it is the a debate Christmas, itself. It's, it's that it's not, the debate itself is not in, in the Christmas spirit. No, it's not yeah, that. Okay. I have no issue with that, okay? And I think it's a great movie. And if you want to watch it once a year, and if it's, and it's Christmas time, it's the time of year to watch it. More power to you. I have no issue with that. I, I, I have my own opinion. I don't think it matters because I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the other side's opinion. Is what I'm saying. So, to me, enough of it. It's put it to bed. It's run its course. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, like in 2010, I I. People started saying yeah. that. Like, uh-huh. I was totally on board. Like, oh, yeah, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, this is crazy. And then every year, somebody discovers this for the very first time in their <laughs> life, and they post it on Facebook like nobody's ever seen it. And like, wow, yeah, yeah, sure. If you you can say that be. about almost every post on Facebook. That's, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's, there's some truth to I'm that. honing in on this because what is a Christmas movie? It's a Wonderful Life. Nick Libretti brought this topic up. Should that be a Christmas movie? I mean, it just like happens around Christmas. And my point, uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to develop this, this theory. thesis here. Jordan, this is how Jordan's opinions get formed, and then they <laughs> never change. Maybe you know, like, w- is a Christmas movie? Would you watch it outside of Christmas? Like Die Hard? Yes, I'd watch that every single month. It's a Wonderful Life. No, I'll only watch that in December. Well, uh, Randy, you said that you watch Elf in July like 16 times in a row. That, that's fair, but I'm a big <laughs> fan of that movie. And, and yeah. you know, we, we yeah. came up, we, we had this subject recently, and I threw one out there, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is another one that, like, you, it, the whole concept of the movie is to get them home for Christmas, it's but you actually don't see it. <laughs> oh, it's Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving movie. Uh, I, was, I was sure it was Christmas. Oh, my God. It's been great having you, Randy. That, was the, that might have been the best segment <laughs> on Smoke Night Live ever, right? That right there, the look on his face well, well done, when he realized it was no, Thanksgiving. How many yeah. elements does, does it need to be? Because I would I would argue that like the the Christmas party and the, at the plaza there for Die Hard like gives the whole setting of Christmas 
therefore it's a Christmas movie. Mm. Doesn't matter mm. when you watch it. Mm. I don't have a problem. Don't want to say that. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 you know, it's like Eric and I were talking about the the, the refs, like the, the my argument against the refs, right? But Eric made a good point about the refs argument. Is there was actually some intelligent like conversation you could have around that. This this diehard thing, you're on one side or the other. You're not going to change the other opinion here. Well, I came from one side to the other. I just I was you totally swapped. I was totally okay. on Christmas camp, and you're then I got of- enough a year after year after year. Okay, I'm I'm over it. But yeah. you're you're mainly like coop in that you're just over the debate about it. Right. I, I don't really care. Right. <laughs> right now, now coop, your your last. Uh, uh, the last thing I'll bring up on Coop's complaints, just because I'm most interested in it, is you just wrote fantasy football. <laughs> I need, I need, give me, give me the, give me the, give me the take. I am sick and tired <laughs> of watching the NFL scores and seeing fantasy scores come up. For God's sakes, I don't want to see fantasy points up on the NFL screen when I'm doing that. Right? I want to see the actual NFL stats of the players. The fantasy points mean nothing because every fantasy league is different. I think fantasy football has completely jumped the shark in the last few years. It's 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 um there's there's not enough players and positions for these rosters, these fantasy rosters. Um, there's you know the argument is it's now become much more around managing the waiver wire than the draft. Uh, you don't you don't get anything around defensive players. I'm not a big defensive football guy, and most of these leagues don't use defensive players. Uh, the head-to-head is always a luck thing. I'd rather see accumulated points. I just think fantasy football needs. I, I stop playing, right? I, I'm no more. It's not more. Fantasy football needs to kind of be a, a shot in the arm. It so just because you stop playing, it, it shouldn't better. exist anymore. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> when I was playing, I couldn't stand the stats on there. Okay, I'll say this. I when I. When I started seeing, like, fantasy points, like someone has 27 points, what does that mean, right? It has no meaning, right? I think it means Tell me if someone's points. got 100. Right. They're going through these no. fantasy things, right? And, and they're not scrolling through the scores. They're not scrolling through the stats. Give me something than, 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 than Adrian Peterson having 27 points. It doesn't mean anything to me. What even is a point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. Really. I think that that. Exactly. I think this conversation. I think that that, well, all right, Terrence. Okay, thanks, man. We were, having a nice, we were having a nice chat together. Actually, that's a perfect segue because Terrence has just angered me. And this segment, this next segment is called You Won't Like Me When I'm Angry. Now, I'll, I'll set it up a little bit when Jordan's got a video. Now, you guys can't hear this. I mean, you guys oh, on the show, you can't hear this. Yeah, our, our guests on the show, you won't be able to hear this. But now, Terrence, I think, is one of the most likable, kind, Super nice. nice guys. You have a Too hard nice. time. You have a hard time getting him to be like upset about anything or mean or like you know, like. Although so tonight show he's, he's pretty fiery. He's, he's pretty, pretty fiery. fiery so this segment is called "You Won't Like Me When I'm Angry," and then we'll we'll get into it after this this brief. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> so, so how this how this is going to work is we are going to be mean to Terrence <laughs> for for a few minutes to try to get him angry, oh and then we're going to loose him. So it's like like we need the Hulk, right? It's like the Avengers. We need the Hulk or something, and then so we're going to fire him up a little bit, and then we're going to loose uh, him on something. And I and I kind of uh, barely even gave him a heads up about this. So, um, Jordan, if you could show a specific picture. Mm. Uh, Terrence, I think in March of 2019, <laughs> you decided you decided to buy a cheesesteak, and I'm sure it tasted fine. 
you posted a picture of this cheesesteak, and we've talked about it almost a hundred times, I think. But what? This what? week. Just what? Just what was going on here? How dare you? First of all, I just want to say that this is disgusting that what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> A man is is excited to have a delicious cheesesteak <laughs> in the city that created them, and he he enthusiastically posts it on Facebook, only to be harassed and and, and degraded by sick lunatics who have some sort of aesthetic regarding food pics that they just. You know, honestly, it burns my britches. Are you seeing I'll the picture? I We've mean, turned him into the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the picture. I can see the picture. Now, I, Terrence, I the what, very clear in my mind. Terrence, when you when you posted it, did, were you thinking like, "Wow, this is a good, this is a good <laughs> picture." Like, this is a good picture of a cheesesteak. You know, I was just I was just so excited yeah. about the, the cheesesteak itself and ex- the experience of it and getting to have one at one of the, the renowned shops in Philly that has them. And instead, I got critici- I got two criticisms. One was the criticism of the picture from people I won't name, but <laughs> who I have a very low opinion of. And, and, then, and then other people who, who all they do is tell you that some other place is better. Right. Oh, you went there? That place sucks. This place is a, a million times better. Oh. How come you didn't go to John's? Or and, and then so basically it, it ruined my experience. It ruined the whole. Have you been I back? Even, have you I, been back to? I haven't had a cheesesteak since that moment because it's so tied in with that unpleasant memory of, of the reaction from from a bunch of goons online that I just, uh, I, just I, I just don't want to have one. Terrence, uh, Terrence, I actually I do think that it was therapeutic because now I've, I noticed that you're you are much more careful about some of these food pics that you do post these I, days. I, you know, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sit I there for 10 minutes yeah. messing with the filters to make sure the picture comes out right, you know? <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I'll be harassed. So, yeah. Internet the, bullying well, has its yeah, purposes. I was going to say, like, the moral of the story is bullying works. We whipped you're, him into you, shape. You're better now. You've yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess that is that, it, It's like the McRib, okay? The McRib is not a very photogenic sandwich, right? And it's it, it, look, Steve's is one of the better places that Terrence went to. It was Thank not you. a good picture. I mean, I've seen, more, I've seen worse. I've seen worse, Terrence. I mean, oh. I, I, it was way, I mean, I, when I heard people saying you shouldn't have went there, it's a terrible, t- that's wrong, okay? Because Steve's is one of the better places. Um, it's it, Look, I'll say, you know, I always say John's is the best, but the Steve's is very good. See, I've, actually, I think uh, John's Coop, is the best. Coop, I have Thank to disagree you. with you slightly in that I think it's difficult to take a bad picture of a tasty, of a proper. Yeah, cheese, John's roast Philly, pork. You can't take a bad photo. You can't of that. take a bad photo. Like, uh, well, somehow, I guess we'll find out when I go. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, Terrence Manny. I mean, it is the worst. Let me just show it again. It's the worst photo ever taken of a of a cheese stick. <laughs> it's crazy. It looks like you took a piece of a tire and shaved it and then put it in between a couple pieces of bread. It was almost like a dare, like, like I dare you to eat that sandwich. It wasn't it supposed go. to be photogenic. It was supposed to be a, a, just a symbol. The, the that picture that you took? Yeah. It, was a, it was a symbol of cheesesteak. There's so, another one we have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Terrence, are you, uh, do you want us to bring up Tom Brady, or do you think that you're sufficiently mad enough to maybe you know rant and rave? Do you, do you want us to kind of cut a little deeper 
I mean, your your haircut looks okay. He's I not, guess. Tr- he's is not is turning green question? yet. He's not turning green. <laughs> yeah, yet. Uh, Terrence, do, should we make you more angry, or do you feel like you? I'm not ready so to... sure your son is that good at karate. <laughs> 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 I, I saw the video. <laughs> you you, sh- you <laughs> shut your mouth when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so so Terrence, in a similar way to where we we let Coop air some grievances, this is where. Very, you know, positively and constructively. We want a safe place for you to kind of let some of that anger <laughs> that we've just placed into you out. Do just, you have any? Just let it rant. Yeah. Man. Do you want to go? Ca- for it. Do you want to just call somebody? Let me place my anger in you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I have a lot of issue with you uh, with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, right now. <laughs> I got a lot to get off my chest here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his eyes are starting to turn so white. Yeah, you any topics from the rant on, maybe? You, you guys use, you use the Hulk as the example. Yes. Give her, like, the Hulk every week, he went to a completely new town, new people, <laughs> and he got angry. Maybe it was him. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hulk. You ever think about problem. that? The common thread. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Weird. There's no question you about go. that. New people, new town, and, and somehow you get so mad you turn into a... Crazed monster. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I, I set you up poorly, Terrence, because I was just hoping that we would just be so mean to you that you would like flip your laptop over and then just start, like, <laughs> start like. Can I show the video again? Yeah, show the video I, honestly, again. Honestly, I don't take. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Well, that that went well. Yeah, well, we were we were mean <laughs> to Terrence, so that was kind of the main. <laughs> was, yeah. now, and, and and in true Terrence fashion, you know, he responded with dignity very, and very class cool and collected. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's fine. You can't Hulk that boy. Um. So, shall we uh, move on? Yes. So, I, I think that the, one of the last, and you know, who knows? Sometimes stuff gets weird. But one of the last things I want to talk about is is cold takes. So, you know, it's kind of like when you're, when you're thinking about last year, and you know how you're so resolute on certain things. Like, you know, I remember specifically PCA being like, there was, I don't know who said it, but somebody was like, this is the biggest story in the cigar business, like in 10 years and forever since S-Chip, this and that. And then all of a sudden, boom, doesn't matter anymore. Right. What are some, what are some cold takes or some things that you thought at the beginning of the year that couldn't matter less now? Mm. So uh, I thought, I, I thought I'd still consider you guys my friends. There's the Hulk. He's still he's still coming down from that. That's good. <laughs> he had to go find a new pair of pants. And you know, <laughs> are you wearing pants right now, Terrence? <laughs> I am. I am. I, I I don't do Zoom pantsless. That's not. Uh, thing. You know, no Jeffrey. Tubins. Yeah, but you didn't know you were going to turn the Hulk on the air <laughs> the live. No, but the pants always stay on him. It's the uh, shirt yeah. that gets ripped. Oh yeah. I just imagined. Well, it's, it was. <laughs> I do. Why do the pants? Stay, stay it was a family show. It was a family show. I got it. Was, it was in a pornographic movie. It was not a, to, a not family com- TV show. Not to completely derail, um, but I, I actually met Lou Ferrigno, and I had no idea that he was deaf. No, I mean, for some reason, it just never came to me. He was just ignoring you. No, so I, I meet him. It was yeah. a, it was a Denver Comic Con, and I go and I was wearing a Hulk shirt. I kind of just had a Hulk shirt. I'm not like an overly Hulk fan, but I was like, I'm wearing a Hulk shirt. I'm gonna meet the Hulk, and I go, oh, you know, I'd love for you to sign my shirt. And he goes, what's your name? He like, didn't say it like that though, right? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, what's what's your name? I'm like Jack. He's like, how do you spell it? 
was like, is that a freaking idiot? I was like, what do you mean? How do you spell it? And then I was, so he was signing the back of my shirt. So I just say, Jack. And then he like taps me on the shoulder and he's like, I need, like, he's like looking at me. He's like, how do you spell your name? I'm like, this guy must be the dumbest. Like, I can't even believe this guy. I'm like, what is it? J-A-C-K. And I like spit it out of my mouth at him. And I'm like, and then I leave. And my friend, I was like, God, Lou Ferrigno's an idiot. And he's like, he's like, well, you didn't help him out at all. I was like, well, how help him out? I was like, I can't sign my own name on my shirt. Like, what do you, what else do you want me to do? He's like, well, you should, you know, when you're talking to a deaf person and you're, you know, you don't know sign language or anything, you should at least let him see what you're saying. I was like, what do you mean? Turns out Lou Ferrigno's deaf this whole time. <laughs> Had no idea. That's terrible. I thought he was just Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that drives Terrence crazy is me being Italian and Norwegian. <laughs> you, 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 you're not being Italian drives me crazy. <laughs> Wait, Gator- Gator- Thompson's not an Italian in the name for you? Come on. Back in the, the older country. Of the Stockholm's, uh, Italian, uh, <laughs> Back in the older bargos. country, we used to get on a cross-country ski and go to <laughs> the Norwegian meatball. <laughs> the meatballs were so tiny. Well, actually, I, I, w- I almost want to throw away the cold takes thing and get into something. Uh, somebody said that it's kind of like the airing of grievances, the Festivus thing right now. Yeah. Jordan thinks that ground beef should only be in hamburgers, and there is no use for ground beef outside of... Ground beef is the worst. Randy, I know you're. I know you're. Now you boiling. said you came up with meatballs, and, and that's good. But you know, it's there's a lot of breading that's going on in there. It's a, it's almost a whole different animal at that point. Uh, it just we're How just about talking a like stuffed pepper. Ooh, stuffed pepper. Put something, yeah. put something better in the stuffed pepper. Put a better like meat what? in there. Yeah, well, I mean, you, meat. you say a better a better meat as though it, it can only exist in a low quality. I mean. Uh, Jack only called me out because he knows darn well I yes, have my own I recipe and I make my well. own ground beef out of brisket and tri-tip and short rib. Um, so Ooh, I mean, tri-tip. you yeah, you can have well, that's a California thing. I'll explain. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. delicious. Uh, but 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 yeah, if you if you make really really flavorful uh, beefy ground beef, uh, I mean American style tacos stuffed. Just about anything. I was going to do this. Tacos this is the worst example you could possibly give. There's ever, any other meat you can possibly think of. Put that in a taco. J- Jordan, I don't even know who you are anymore. I've lost, <laughs> I've lost entire respect for you. Coop, you Jordan's got you. really weird opinions about food in general, though. I, no, I, I ground think beef he, sucks. He, he goes out of his way to kind of like diverge. There's, from a, the there's whole, no, the there's no criticism is making more and more sense to me now. <laughs> Coop, there's Coop, no chance of any ground oh, beef no. other than a hamburger. The hamburger is the only ground beef food that has some, you know, pink in the center. Everything else is just cooked fully through. Coop, you got anything on ground beef? (laughs) (laughs) So ground, I mean ground beef, man. You got to use them for meatballs, right? Really good. Um, It's great in chili. Chili, Jordan. No steak is way better in chili. Don't put ground beef in your your chili. What are you doing? Wrong with it. They're both they're options. I mean, they're 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 good options. I mean, one of them's a good option. One of them is nightmare. That's not bad. And then as far as I'm pink in the middle, when your house when your house chef comes to you each night for i mean how does he prepare ground beef does he do it or does he not does he stay away from that oh no she it's a she she does it oh, <laughs> yeah how, how sexist terrence um i i think ground beef is better on the browner side to be honest with you i mean i think there's a different i think ground beef you want on the browner side 
the brown or something? I, 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 I cooked through? That I'm just like saying more. more <laughs> than, you know, on, well, if we're talking a burger, right? You, you, the burger you want on, like, say, the, the medium the medium well side, right? But in chili, I don't think you want the half-cooked meat in the chili. Well, what, a, what, a bold, what a bold, what a brave statement, Coop. I, I applaud you yeah. for... Or a meatball. Now, or a meatball right? I think Sensei's even more fiery about the ground beef than I am. I was trying to stay quiet because I didn't want people <laughs> to think that I was some sort of weird, yeah. you know, I had some sort of weird personality quirk. Oh, but that, I, ship is, that ship is sailed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. It's the worst. <laughs> I, I, yeah, to me, it just, I, I'm not, uh, ground beef is, is terrible. There's, you know, you, you can like ruin burgers? lasagna with Would it, you, like you can ruin... Tacos with it. You ruin anything you put in it. It's you ruin. What about hamburger helper? What about that? Burgers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Did you just say that? Oh, Randy's about to Ed have a Warner stroke. You know, I, I actually literally just found a recipe this week that I want to try. It's a, it's it's a meatball but with uh, onion um, shells around it and then wrapped in bacon. Oh, it, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you put that in the oven and. That is, so when you get into a ball, especially now, I'm I'm not as big of a fan of it as an addition. Like to your point for chili, I also use tri-tip in my chili. I like having the little bit more more like uh, uh, chewy beef in there. But texturally, it's it's very pleasant. You know, again, stuffed anything, meatballs. You can do a lot of creative things with meatballs. To your point, J- Jordan, you, you it gives you the opportunity to have other things like uh, onions and garlic mixed in and more homogenous with each bite. You can't get that with just like a big fistful of chopped up steak. Audience comment. I'm glad you're going to bring some class and dignity to these Bulgarians. (laughs) 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 All right, let's uh, let's get into some quickie uh, predictions for 2021. Uh, We will start with Coop. Coop. You have any predictions for 2021? Anything that you see happening, whether it be cigar related, non cigar related, just predictions in general? You got anything that you sense might come to pass this year? Don't hold up out. Yeah, Don't I hold think, back. Yeah. No, I, think, <laughs> I think in the cigar business, I'm going to stay away from if there's a trade show or not trade show because a lot of that's out, out of the control of the cigar industry. So I don't think that's really one I can answer because I'm not an infectious disease expert there. But I do think we're going to see a blast of new releases for the next six to eight months at least coming out because some of the chains have been lifted with the FDA right now. And I think there's a window and an opportunity to get things into market right now. Um, I think companies are kind of anxious to get back into factory mode as well, kind of get more focused on production. Um, so I really think you're going to see a lot of releases there. I'm hoping they're very good releases. Is what I'm hoping. To yeah, say. it's it's, so, Coop, it's, um, it's sort of, it's sort of like when there was like a, like a big power outage and nine months later there's a burst of of, of baby births. Like yeah. you know the cigar industry has had its power outage and there's all these you know cigars ready cigar to, to pop you out. Know, you right? know those power outages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've heard. Yeah, I've heard this expression, never a better time for cigars. I don't think the last three or four years has been that time. I think 2021, we might see some of this right now. I think there's going to be a little more of a creative renaissance. And I'm not saying they were all bad cigars. There was some, there's obviously some very good ones. But I think we're going to see a little more creativity in the, in the next six to eight months, uh, leading up to the time of when there would be a trade show is kind of what I'm thinking about. So I think I think that's something positive that I would look as far as, as that goes. That's going to be something pretty exciting there. Uh, just real quick on that point. Uh, if Let's just assume for a second that there was no – that it was – you were able to have 
the trade show. You were able to have it. Like the vaccine, you know, we get where we need to be and like stuff comes back. W- would you predict that there would be a PCA trade show? Yes. I do think that they have to get this trade show in. If they don't get a trade show in, that's two years without that revenue source. They have to get this thing in. I mean, and they're going to have to figure, if they can't get it in August, they're probably going to have to figure a way to get it in before the end of the year. All right. You got any sports or uh, any other yeah, predictions Super Bowl for 2021? Um, you know, I think, you know, I think we're going to see, I think you're starting to see with sports right now is, you know, now we're just starting to see, I don't think you see as many of the bubbles like we did. I think people are getting back to playing in their arenas right now. But I don't know if we're going to see, like, in attendance sports the same, at least for next year, is what I'm kind of getting at. I don't think you're going to see crowd. I don't think we'll see a 60,000 attendance crowd at any sporting event in 2021. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Regardless... Um, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I am still going to stick with my preseason pick of Seattle. Wow. I had Kansas City and Seattle. I'm going to stick with that pick. Um, and, and, but I think Kansas City's playing really, really well right now. Uh, I'm not sold on Buffalo, um, and I'm not sold on the Steelers, and I'm definitely not sold on the Packers uh, because of that coach. So, um, uh, I think Seattle and Kansas City are what we're looking at this year. You know, have you noticed that? on Facebook and social media in general, Coop is the only guy that no matter what, no matter what you say <laughs> about sports, no matter what you say about sports, you could be like, it's, it's always the coaches. There's something to yeah, do with the Coop's coach. Coop's a coach guy. It's like, you know, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader uniforms aren't as good this year. Well, you know, the coach. You know, yeah, Mike McCarthy really has, to, really has to take a firmer hand. <laughs> you said that to me, and I didn't deny it. I'm like, you're right. Coop's a right, coach guy. Right. Right, look, the coach is the leader of the team there. Uh, he's, he's paid a lot of money to, to, to get results here. And, and Coop gives no, no – uh, the refs never have anything to do with the outcome of the game. If they yeah. made every wrong call the whole game – it would have no impact. There's always bad calls. Yeah, have, and no, no, no. They will, but you have to accept that that's part of the game. That's always been my argument. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just messing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Which I shouldn't after your kind words about Bill Belichick. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, apologize. Yeah. I apologize. That you're accepted. Accepted. It's a momentary. Coop, did you have you have you seen Ted Lasso? The show Ted Lasso, Coop. I have not. Oh, I think you'd like that. It's a, it's a coach coaching show. Yeah, Coop. It's a show about a coach. Uh, Come on. I, have, I, I you know. Really? I'm yeah. get, like I said, I heard his show. I wasn't aware of the premise. So. It's, it's very good. Uh, uh, you, you just look it up. Where's it on? Where, where? It's uh, Apple TV Apple. Plus. Apple's, it's an Apple Apple. exclusive. Yeah, You'll like, like that it's one. It's kind of a, yeah, it looks, I'm looking at it. Uh, it looks <laughs> it's like kind a, of pulled uh, up. Just like starts watching it. How fast is your internet, Coop? <laughs> Jeez. Go, is, guys. Soccer, is he a soccer coach? Is yes. he a soccer coach? Yeah. He's a, he's okay, a uh, college bas- or football coach. He's a football coach that gets hired to to coach he soccer. Looks like an older version of Bradley Rubin. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. It's a good one. All right, he looks let's like an older version of Bra- Let's go to uh Terrence. Terrence predictions for 2021, my friend. You know, I, I think that I try not to make predictions because if you if you rewind to last year and people talking about 2020 and what it's going to be, and <laughs> I would say pretty much everyone whatever they said was wrong. Uh, so for me, I just kind of, you know, move ahead and one day at a time and 
just uh, roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Seriously, that's <laughs> the most boring. Come on, <laughs> are you a coach? That was also a coach answer. <laughs> Look, as we as we uh, plan for 2021, we're just going to keep our heads down. <laughs> every every year is a tough year. Gotta, we're going to have to really do our best in this business. <laughs> oh, who's going to win? This? You could at least p- pick who's going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, who's going to win the Super? Bowl? I, I'm going to go with Tampa because my boy Tom Brady. Oh, wow, disgusting. It's mindless. It's, it's, it's sad Brady, at this point. You know, like, <laughs> oh, he, he's a, he's a great man, and he's, he, you know, please, don't, if you guys want to make fun of me and do these funny things about me, that's one thing, but do not slander. That's what, that's what it, Terrence does. You, you want me to show paper. the Hulk thing again? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Pieces of paper where, where just pictures of Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at before he has to, gets into character. Uh, Randy, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say that I think that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to go back to back. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is just too uh, damn good right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agreed with uh, uh, with uh, Coop. I think that uh, Seattle maybe does take down um, the the NFC, but it, no one's going to keep up with Patrick Mahomes right now. I think they go back to back. Jack. I, I, I unfortunately probably agree with Randy as far as the Super Bowl is concerned. I mean, I, I, I got to think about, can you imagine being the quarterback's coach of the Chiefs? What do you tell him? Like, just keep it up. <laughs> just keep <laughs> like, Just do that. <laughs> like, hey, keep that. Keep that up, man, because I got I to gotta keep this job forever. And as long as you're here, I'll probably, I'll probably be fine. Like, you can't, I don't know. Do you have uh, other predictions for 2021? Nope, that's it. Right. <laughs> that's the only thing that's happening All right, so year. before we wind out, let's get everybody's New Year's resolution. Guys, we haven't even, in 2021, let's talk about 2030. Robots. <laughs> Robots. Flying around. Yeah, that's. Coop, how. Yeah, how flying is, cars. Coop, how many years away are you from completely uploading yourself into a computer, <laughs> as has been my prediction for, for years? I mean, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be kind of easier to blog if you were just a sentient being, like you were just inside of a computer? I, I, I kind of wish you were Siri, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. could, could we have Coop voice Siri? Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Coop, Coop what's, the score? what's the score of the Giants game? Well, you're not going to believe. <laughs> you're not going to believe what this idiot did on third and thirteen. He decides to run a, a HB draw. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, rip, that's all I got. For that, that specific rip. So, hey, Randy, I'll start with you. You got a uh, New Year's resolution uh, that you plan to achieve in this coming year? Make it to Nicaragua. Oh. Well, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> right. I didn't say win the lotto. Yeah, okay. So that's, 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 my, that's my big one for, for this year. Uh, you know, COVID gotten in uh, in the way of some, some travel at the beginning of the year, and I hope to come back strong and make it down uh, to a fabulous cigar tour in Central America. Nice. Uh, Jordan, what about you? You got anything that you plan to uh, accomplish? No, I did it all. <laughs> I'm done. I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm, wow, good. Really? I'm good. You're I'm good. Done. That's it. That's that's all. Take I me am. out to the pasture. <laughs> that's dark. All right, Coop. What's your what's your New Year's resolution? Maybe take a day off. Maybe no no articles for a day. That would be nice. <laughs> so so I have two I have two more bucket list people I want to get as a guest on the show in in 2021. Uh, one of them I've had on my old show. One of them I've never had, um, and that's George Padrone and AJ Fernandez. Oh, nice. So that's, so that's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we had some very good bucket list stuff. Um, 
last year. I mean, we really knocked, and it was a wonderful opportunity. So I want to kind of face the bucket list. Right. Uh, Terrence, what about yourself? Uh, take better pictures of Philly cheesesteak sandwiches? <laughs> or? Really, it's, it's to be less tolerant of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I've been too tolerant, and, uh, and I really got to make an effort to change that. That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> All right, Terrence, tell everybody, besides the, the rare leaf, uh, what's coming up for Aganorsa Leaf? Uh, anything that you can get us excited about uh, coming down the pike? Well, Rare Leaf, obviously, is, right. uh, I think is really exciting. And then uh, so Supreme Leaf, we've got a uh, another size of that coming. It's a 6x46 Vitola. A lot of guys were asking for something under a 50 ring, and, and uh, a 6x46 is my personal Great. favorite size anyway. Great. So uh, we went with that. And then uh, we, we, you know, we have a couple other projects um, that, that should be exciting towards the later half of the year. Um, but th- those are the two off the bat that are really going to be the th- – the first six months of the year, the, the driving force. Right. Nice. Well, we're look really look. I'm really looking forward to that rare leaf. I had to get my hands on that. Yeah, that looks delicious. Yeah. So hard yeah, to get. How, if only you knew good. somebody. Now, uh, now, Coop. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll ask, I'll, yeah. You're supposed to ask before you make fun of my cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I live on the edge. <laughs> I, live on the edge. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hold back. Uh, Coop, you're right in the middle of your uh, year-end list. Uh, actually, you're, you're nearing the end. Uh, today, you did like number four, maybe. Uh, what, what, what's going on with uh, Coop? When's your, when's your final pick coming up? Well, uh, number one and number two come out the same day on Monday. So for everyone who says my list goes into February and March, I want to know where all the other lists are. Because I, I, there's, like, there's been a major shortage of lists this year. Jack started so, that rumor, uh, just so you know. It was yeah. me, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying that they, like, I've heard the jokes about that. Um, so, yeah, the list wraps up on uh, Monday. So very, very, very excited about number that. And uh, then there'll be some of the awards will be coming out uh, in mid-January as well. How, so, uh, how how would you uh, how it. would you classify the your year end list? What did you was it tough to make the picks this year or was it easy? As was it a good year? Was it a bad year? You kind of already kind of hinted it wasn't a great year for cigars. Yeah, I mean they were very the, the, the cigars on the list are, are all outstanding cigars, but it was I thought it was a down year for cigars. The I do thirty be, started out as doing a cigar every day the month of December, so I've kept it at thirty. Coming up with the thirty wasn't that tough this year, and really. Because what I do is I rank them before I go into a re-smoke of all those like contenders. There wasn't a lot of cigars that moved up. There were a couple of cigars that moved up or down, but there wasn't a lot this year. So the list kind of was, it wasn't that difficult. To, um, but the top four were very close. Mm. That's what I'll say. The top four were extremely close. Uh, that was a close four-way battle. Nice. Who do you got coming up on your shows next week? Um, so next, uh, next week we have the, uh, Scar Aficionado pregame show where we make the prognostications for what's going to be on the Scar Aficionado list. And this year Hector is joining us nice. as a special guest commentator. So, um, it's, I think it's the most unique show that we do. We, um, I actually have a lot of positives about the Aficionado system. I think there's a lot of good ways they do it. So it's not meant to kind of say, oh, this is who's got a sponsor. We look at trends, we look at patterns and, and things that we've seen and, how good the cigars are, and we kind of make some assessments there. Um, that's coming up on Tuesday. On We also have on Monday, we have Jukebox. We're doing our year-end review show. You're going to be on that, Eric. Um, we're recording it over the weekend. Um, so we have a panel show. Eric, Aaron, uh, Seth, and McTavish are going to be on it. We're going to be talking music and cigars throughout the year. Um, and then finally, on Thursday, we have um, 
James Brown from Obaya Nair Brands on the Mega Primetime Show. Nice. Well, so um, it's a busy week. Yes. I haven't done podcasts in a while. All right. Yeah. Tune into those episodes. Uh, Jack, New Year's resolutions? Just be less fat is always the same thing ever. Yeah. Well, Jack, now yeah, you're, well, we're you're still, killing it, man. But that's the thing. You, you guys keep, should, uh, you guys should go back one. and watch like Smoke Night Lives from like 2013, 2014. Jack is... Fat. He's fat. <laughs> Jack looks like the alien that popped out of the chest of old Jack. <laughs> yeah, think, that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me, Terrence. I, I really appreciate oh, that, man. Jack's doing a great uh, job, man. He's doing a great job over at Drew State. Yeah, keep saying yeah, some so. nice stuff, Coop, if you wouldn't mind. Maybe we got about 20 minutes, I 40 have, minutes. Listen, I called you to Jim McKay of Scarvin. I had to look up Jim McKay, but uh, thank you very much. <laughs> of course, How I had to look up Coop. I'm Jim McKay 27 is. years old. He died in 2008. I was I was uh, in eighth grade. I wasn't. <laughs> Wait, listen. When there was a big, when there was a big Olympics or a Kentucky Derby, Jim McKay was there. I mean, he was anchoring the coverage, and Jack Drew State events is there. Thank you, Coop. So, Randy, yeah. Wednesday's Flavor yeah. Odyssey. Uh, what what do you got going down? What can you tell folks? Yeah, we are uh, going to do this. So we're going to do a show. Uh. <laughs> 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 We've got we, so we have two more wild card episodes. Obviously, we will be making the uh, big announcement for the 107th cigar giveaway from Cigar Dojo. Uh, excited to host that. Uh, we'll we'll be continuing to go through and do some of the the fun kind of off the cuff stuff. Uh, I believe it was uh, this same show last year, last season, that someone convinced me I needed to shotgun Paps Blue Ribbon on the show. I, I, <laughs> yes. I hope that doesn't happen. But, uh, but, but we're doing some wild cards. Uh, so this coming week will be a wild card, and the following week will be the season finale where, where we'll do the big unveil on the uh, plans for season three. All right, excellent. All right, everybody, let's do a big right. cheers to a, a happy new year. and prosperous hey. new year. Cheers, cheers. Terrence yeah. and Coop and yeah. Randy and Jordan. Uh, thank yeah. you guys for joining us tonight. As always, this is Friday night, so it's a big Friday. It's the first Friday night herf of 2021. I mean, can you what believe a better, it? What a better time to be alive. Yes, so pop on. It's the greatest night of our lives. <laughs> I think it is. That Stay I'm on it for sure. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. So pop on the Dojoverse. Share what you're smoking. Share what you're drinking. Any New Year's resolution. Make sure to uh, get in that contest for 107 cigars because that is There's a lot a, of cigars. It is a lot. People ask me why why 107. Because it always increases. So, so, yeah. So once we gave away 100 cigars and then we were going to do it again, we're like, let's just it, – it's got to be bigger than the last time. So – now this is the seventh time so you can we've tell done we've it. done this three hundred times. So, anyways, uh, one hundred seven <laughs> cigars. That's why that's a weird number there. But, anyways, I uh, hope everybody has a fantastic New Year. Thanks everybody for joining us on the show tonight. We'll be back next week. But first, make sure to tune in Wednesday because that's going to be where you find out if you won or not. Uh, until then, remember never, never smoke, smoke alone. We'll see you guys next week. Alone. I'm sorry, Terrence. Alone. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.